Hello and welcome to day one of STLV 2017. This is Robert Reyes, I'm your host. Welcome to the Promenade Podcast coverage of STLV. So the convention started at 9 a.m. Within the DeForest Kelly Theater, you had the Gaze in Space panel. At 9.30, the CBS All Access stage, which replaces the Roddenberry stage we had last year, had Jordan Hoffman interviewing Regine Abinjamois. And in the main hall, but you had an interview with NASA astronaut and TNG Extra, the transporter operator, in the episode Second Chances, Mae Jemison, with a special appearance by Nichelle Nichols. So we're here, we are inside the convention hall, and we are making our way, as we always do, to the vendor's room, where we're going to start off and see what's going on in there. And it looks like there's some media interviewing Mae Jemison off to the side. I'm not sure what's going on. I think those might be the people um, at random. Creation randomly selected people to get to meet, get a chance to get their autograph and meet Mae Jemison. I think that's what that's all about. Question mark? And so far with it being day one of the convention, Discovery Day, there are a lot of people that are in TOS cosplay today that I've seen so far. I've actually seen a few people in Discovery cosplay. If I run into those folks again, I'll get an interview with them. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the moment we've all been waiting for, the vendor's room. So we have a lot of creation merchandise, a lot of Discovery merchandise. Got 3D chess for sale. Hello, are these U.S. stamps or...? Uh, no, these are different countries. Oh. Mostly Caribbean and African countries. Not, not the Canadian stamps? No. No, we don't produce Canadian stamps or U.S. stamps. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wasn't aware other countries made Star Trek stamps last year. We have a bunch more with us, too. Oh, okay. And then over here are U.S. stamp they're colorized coins. And we also have uh, this Liberian dollar coin here. What, what? Oh, Liberian dollar? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay, thank you. Hello, what do we got here? This is the Starships collection. Diecast Starships of pretty much every description. Biggest collection ever. We haven't got them all here, but we've done over a hundred. Um, different sizes, different eras, you name it. All from the original models, all good reference. All from my friends in the uh, VFX and the art department. So if someone wanted to, to get the models, how would they do that? Okay, well, if they want to get all of them, <laughs> uh, there, and there are over 100, the best thing to do is to sign up to get it as a subscription, so you get two a month. So you pay $45 a month, including the shipping, and you get two ships every month. And then there are bigger ones, so like we do these uh, bigger hero ships, and we do the specials, which are mostly from the Kelvin timeline. Okay. Um, so you can do it that way. Um, there's an offer at the show, so you get your first three ships for only $9.95. Um, or uh, you can go to our website, so shop.eaglemods.com, uh, and you can order the ships individually, get them one by one, direct from us. Okay. Um, are there any plans in the future to do anything from Discovery, or...? Uh, you have to come to the panel on Saturday before I can tell you about that. Oh, okay, there's a panel on Saturday. <laughs> Hi, can I interview you two really quick? Oh, yeah. Go This is beautiful. Okay. I'm not going to lie. Let me give you my card. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Okay, so let everybody know who you're cosplaying as. So we are cosplaying as two people from Discovery. Yes. Uh, Lieutenants. <laughs> we think. We think. We don't know We don't yet. know for sure. Because there are no pips. There are no pips. So we're waiting for the premiere to see who we really are. Uh, but we well, are part of the crew. <laughs> wouldn't that make you cadets? I hope not. Good point. Oh, we are cadets. We are cadets. Sorry. We're cadets. Okay. I'm an old cadet. <laughs> <laughs> I started schooling. <laughs> so, when did you get the idea to do the Discovery cosplays, and how long did it take you to make them? So, when they released the first trailer, uh, I thought, wow, that'd be really fun to cosplay. And they released the full-length trailer about May, and I said, we're going to Vegas in August. Let's try it. So a couple weeks of trial and error with different materials and trying to figure out if we could do the little delta pattern down the side, which we decided to do just a solid gold panel. It's a little easier. <laughs> and we finished Sunday before we flew out on Tuesday. Where'd you folks fly out from? Nashville, Tennessee. Wow. Is this your first STLV? 
No, we were here last year for the 50th anniversary. Last year was crazy. <gasps> it was packed, but it was awesome. Yes, it, yes it was. This year is shaping up to be just as awesome. Glad okay. we came. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And we have autographs here on my right. We have action figures. We have more of the, I guess you'd call high-end art, is the best way to describe it, of Star Trek and other things, E.T., Lord of the Rings, Newborg City, all high-end stuff. And now we're at the Roddenberry booth. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Who are you, sir? I'm John Champion. I'm one half of Mission Log, a Roddenberry Star Trek podcast. Don't you mean one-third? Well, uh, you're talking about... Uh, I have the patch. Yeah, there, there's still... Yeah. It, the problem is, if we even mention that other character's name, we owe royalties, and we hear from that entity's agent, and it gets really ugly. It gets really ugly. So we try to stay out of it as much as we can. So there's a question I've been wanting to ask you for almost a year now. Okay. What was it like to be in command of the Enterprise? Mm. That was... Uh, a, one of the highlights of my life, and B, uh, I, I messed up because, all right, I had not, I, I read the part of the script that I needed to shoot that day, right? And I saw that Hadley takes command of the Enterprise. I'm like, oh, fantastic. And somebody asked me earlier if I wanted to get a photo op in the captain's chair, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to wait because I don't know what the blocking is here if I'm going to move from uh, the command console up to the captain's chair. And in the blocking, I don't. So I missed my chance to actually get a picture in the captain's chair. Now, for those of you who are wondering what we're talking about, what episode of Star Trek Continues were you in? Uh, it was episode seven of Star Trek Continues. And uh, for the first time in 50 years, we gave Hadley a speaking voice. <laughs> See, he, never, he was in so many, Billy Blackburn played Lieutenant Hadley. And he was in so many episodes, but never talked. And I was very privileged to be able to bring some dialogue to that character. Will we be seeing him again in the next three episodes leading to the finale? Uh, a little bit of a spoiler, but no. Aww. No, no, no. I, honestly, it's, I, I did have an invitation to do a, a quick appearance, but, you know, they shoot... I, I live in L.A., and their studio was in the deep south, so it's a cross-country flight, literally for like maybe a few hours of work, and then come back. So I, I couldn't swing it that time, but I, I'm really proud of them, really proud of what they do, and I can't wait to see the final. Have you seen episode nine? I haven't yet. Everybody's been telling me it's amazing. Um, they give you a non-spoiler spoiler, okay. Pleasantville. Oh, oh, okay. I'm fascinated. Everybody says it's amazing, so I can't wait. Okay. You have anything you'd like to plug, sir? Uh, you know, just missionlogpodcast.com. If you haven't given us a listen, please do. Oh, um, I, I took photographic evidence. You two did not make up the next phase. It was an actual episode. I don't I, believe you. I don't believe you. I took a picture of the thing I, <laughs> in the hallway. I refuse to believe it. <laughs> I'll but, go check that out. But I hear your version with Barkley and Jordy was the much better version. Oh, yeah, way, way better. <laughs> way, yeah, we... we you know, what we do on Mission Log is uh, analyze from morals, meetings, messages, but then just rewrite an entire episode. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's what we'll do. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Take John. care. Hi. How are you doing, Grace? I'd like to introduce yourself. Yes, I'm Grace Moore of Women at Warp, and I'm here with Priority One podcast right across from the Roddenberry booth. Well, some people might want to know what Women in Warp is. Oh, that's a great idea. Women at Warp is a podcast discussing the roles of women on and behind the scenes of the various forms of Star Trek. We are now um, officially on iHeartRadio, iTunes, and wherever podcasts can be downloaded. It's a very good podcast if you have not heard that. Thank you very much. That's a stirring endorsement. <laughs> Hello. Are you with the Priority One podcast? Hello, my name is Kenna. Hi, let me give you my card, Kenna. So tell us a little about yourself in the Priority One podcast. Okay, 
Table. My name is Kenna. I'm one of the hosts of Priority One, a Roddenberry Star Trek podcast. And we come to you weekly and we talk all about news, entertainment, stuff that's going on right now in Star Trek. So, you know, we have a segment that we talk about all the goings-on with Discovery or what the other Star Trek actors are up to or other things that would be of interest to Star Trek fans. Then we have a whole section where we talk about Star Trek Online and other Star Trek games. Um, we try to focus on things that people can play together. Um, and then we have another segment where we talk about uh, sometimes it's a literary review, sometimes it's talking about merchandise that you can get, and sometimes it's um, actually science issues that are of interest. We have a science advisor who works for NASA JPL, and he comes on and talks about space science for us, and it's, and it's really good fun. And then, of course, we try to get our listeners involved. We, we take a lot of feedback from our listeners and talk about that, and um, it's, yeah, it's a really lovely thing that we're just trying to do week to week and keep you up to speed on what's going on in, in all of Star Trek. Okay, and if someone wanted to look for the Priority One pod, where would they find it at? Okay, well, we can, you can find us on social media on Facebook. We're at facebook.com forward slash Priority One Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Priority One Pod. You can, uh, you can email us or you can go to our website at PriorityOnePodcast.com. We're also on iTunes. If you search for Star Trek Podcasts, you'll find us right there at the beginning of it. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, and they have more swag here at the Roddenberry booth. It is the TNG 30, if you haven't heard. 30th anniversary of, of Next Gen. Oh, a lot more of the autograph tables are back in the main room. For those of you that listened to last year's coverage, the Mac booth, because Mac Cosmetics had a special 50th anniversary Star Trek line. They had a huge booth that took up a quarter of the convention hall. So we have more Trek swag. We have the folks from the USS Las Vegas. The Gaze in Space. Yes, you heard me right. Gaze in Space. You're going to be hearing more about that later on during our STLV coverage. Hello, Robert Reyes. Oh, hey, Robert. Hi, can you tell me a little about Gaze in Space? Absolutely. Gaze in Space was started last year. We did our very first party here in Vegas, and uh, it was a celebration of the fact that after 50 years, there are finally gay people in Star Trek. Gay people finally made it to the future. When, when it turned out in Star Trek Beyond that uh, Sulu's character had a husband and a daughter, it was, it was uh, truly a, a monumental moment for the LGBT community to finally see themselves reflected in Roddenberry's utopian vision of the future. And so I decided that called for a party. And uh, everyone that came had a blast. And so the next thing we knew, we just kept doing them and doing more. And here in Vegas, we're coming up on our seventh party. Uh, we've had a ton of the actors come out and show support for us. Nana Visitor in particular has been our champion. She did the panel with me this morning, the very first Gaze in Space panel at, uh, at a show here at Creation Show. Um, and uh, it's been great. We're, doing, we're also doing on Friday, we have our big The Wrath of Vegas party, the Gaze in Space party at night. But during the day, we're doing a Gaze in Space family brunch so that we can expand it to people who come to the conventions and the shows with their kids who yeah. can't come to an age-restricted bar-type yeah. party. Yes. Uh, and Nana's going to be at that as well. And, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a fantastic experience. We've had such a great response from virtually everyone that hears about us, talks about us, definitely everyone who comes to an event leaves with a smile on their face and uh, coming back for more, so it's been great. Any surprises for Friday night? Or? There will be. There absolutely will be. Um, you never know who's going to show up to a Gaze in Space event. So all that I'm allowed to say is that, yeah, you never know who might show up. <laughs> and when you look at who has been to our events before, that's a good indicator of who will be showing up at this one. I mean, we've had... Uh, of course, Nana. We've had John Billingsley. We've had Terry Farrell, Adam well, Nimoy. I was at the San Francisco show. Okay. So is is the venue Terry Farrell approved? <laughs> now, for those of you wondering, it, it it's a joke because during Terry and Nana's panel, she was complaining. Yes. 
that because you, you, the the convention was in Burlingame, which is outside of San Francisco, and you had it at a bar in San Francisco proper. Right, right. So it was, yeah, it was a it was a trek, <laughs> no pun intended. And we have remedied that this time. Okay. This time, the venue is a mere ten minutes from the convention center, and we're running free shuttle buses back and forth, so people don't have to worry. They just come get on the bus, the bus takes them there, and then whenever they're ready to leave, the bus will be there to bring them back. And the party is from 8 to 4? Uh, the party is, uh, doors open at 6 o'clock, okay. and they'll, it will continue until the last person leaves. Okay. Yeah. Okay, thank you very much, Dan. Thank you so much, Robert. It's so great to meet it. you in person. Thank you, you too. <laughs> I'd just like to say, I loved episode 9. Me too. I think it's probably right up, probably close to my can I interview you really quick, Mr. Doohan? Sure. So we're here with Chris Doohan, who plays Scotty in Star Trek Continues. So of the nine episodes of Star Trek Continues, what has been your most memorable moment playing Scotty? Well, I, I have several, but, uh, you know, and uh, I, but I think, seriously, one of my favorite uh, episodes was Lolani. And there's a scene where we're all at the, the dinner table with Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. Who, who, who plays you know this, this, or this ominous character yeah. in there, um, and there's just a scene where Scotty's having a drink, and there's no there's no lines. I mean, there's some lines here and there, but this uh, Scotty pours himself a drink, and Spock is right next to Scotty, and you know Scotty's just you know being a little obstinate and everything, <laughs> but he pours that drink, and Spock just does this little look over to Scotty like. Oh my God! I can't believe you're you're pouring yourself another drink, and it's just a subtle little look. But if you look if you look at that, it's just I'm so glad that they put it in there because it it's, it speaks volumes. It just says so much about you know. But it's that was my that was one of my favorite times, and and of course being in you know being in the uh, in the engine room was, was a you know was a big thing. So now, did you ever visit the set of the original series as a kid? I did actually. I was very young. My, my, the first time I ever went to the set was for the Trouble of Tribbles. And uh, we got to we got to have to get the tribbles, and my dad gave them that, and, and uh, you know I was only my me, my twin brother and I, and we were you know we were what seven years old, and so it was a uh, it was a lot of fun, yeah. So and, and, and subsequently we would you know we got to go to the movie sets when they did the movies as well. So was it a surreal experience for you when they rebuilt the engineering set for Continues? What, what was it like was stepping on the first day you had to film a scene in the, in that set? Well, what happened is that, because I mean, I, I sort of saw online the progress of it being built, and I, they would be sending me pictures, but I really didn't grasp the scope of it until I was actually there. And so, uh, you know, and Vic Mignogna, who plays Captain Kirk, he, uh, you know, he really wanted to take me, let me see it the first time. He wanted to take me on the tour of it the first time. And somebody else beat him to the punch, and, I, you know, we're going walking through, and he, he's like, damn it, I wanted to show Chris. You know, I mean, you know, he put a lot of effort, a lot of people put a lot of effort into building this thing. You know, two stories high, just an amazing set. And, uh, and actually, you can look online, you can see when I first saw the set, and, you know. But I, I, it would have been nice if Vic would have given me the tour, because, you know, it meant a lot to him, too. Last year was the 50th anniversary. If your father was were still here, what would he have, have said about the big deal that we all made about the 50th anniversary? I think he would be. I think he would love it. I think he would have been amazed that it, it lasted 50 years. And you know, I, I would say, you know, 40 years ago, he would have never expected that to happen. He would have never expected that to, to see it 50 years and to celebrating 50 years. Um, but it happened, and I, I think he would have been overjoyed. Overjoyed. Okay, thank you very much, Chris. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Can I interview you really quick? Sure. Hello. Okay. Let everybody know who you're cosplaying. Okay. So Specifically, I'm, who you're cosplaying. I'm first season Riker, which is why you can't hear my beard right now. <laughs> Playing uh, Secretary Riker from the female-dominated planet of Angel One in the first season. You're basically doing the full Riker without the beard. That's right. It's almost the full Riker. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you get the idea to do an Angel One cosplay? Because I just like to say, you're very brave. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, the last year that I did this, the costume was quite hot. And so I decided this year for something a little more open and enjoyable. And just a very natural, uh, very lightweight, breezy costume. And you it's just need very the, the ear thing. That's right. The ear thing. Right. So today's like a preview. I have to go back to the hotel room and make the ear thing. But... <laughs> Okay. Thank you. Uh, can I take your picture really quick? Sure. Oh. Hey, how's it going? 
Hey, how are you doing? Doing okay. So we're here and we've just run into Mike Schindler, who is everywhere if you listen to podcasts. Yeah, too too many places, too many places, but hopefully not as many. I'm, I'm really waiting for your episode where you dissect the aspect ratio of discovery compared to the aspect ratio of enterprise. You know, I, I, I we already <laughs> talked about that a little bit. It was surprising. I'm like, everyone's like talking about it now, but like we're talking, we've been talking about it for months, you know? <laughs> It's, it's a cool thing. I like it. I like it being wider, you know? Why not? So anything you'd like to plug? Any podcasts? Not, not I, you know, we're doing the, the, the Stage 9 there on the Trek FM and the Edge and all that stuff. So, yeah, check those out for sure. Okay, yeah. well, I've downloaded a few episodes of the Edge. I haven't heard them yet. Oh, yeah, check it out. It's good, I think. I mean, I'm biased, but whatever. Okay. Yeah, all right. Okay, let's see around. It's the Eastergorn? Does Sanagorn know you're here? Is he here? Sanagorn? I don't know. He's hoping to see him again. I'm hoping I see him again. You're hoping to see him again? Yeah, I saw him last year. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be here. Awesome, yeah. I don't, it's like, you're going to have holiday. It's like the Nightmare Before Christmas with Sandy Claus. Yeah. We'll, we'll have you watch the Nightmare Before Christmas. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. He still hasn't seen it. Thank you. It's only a 23-year-old movie. So is this Easter Bunny Gorn? <laughs> okay, so you never know who you'll meet inside the vendor's room. Hello. Hi, so what do we have here? Oh, here, let me give you my card. I plan to be there Friday night. We'd love to see you there. Now, okay, tell us about what you have here at the booth here. Okay, well, uh, starting here on the far right, we have our, uh, we call these our micro fleet uh, pin selection. Uh, we have all the ships, uh, not all of them, but we're moving our way through the universe doing ships for Star Trek. We have our, down below it, we have our series pins which depicts all the different shows, everything except Discovery, which but is coming. Uh, down below that, we have the Star Trek Next Generation Mirror Mirror set, the Mirror Broken, which is based on the IDW comic book that came out in May. Uh, has all the uh, TNG sets, which they're the only crew that didn't go into the Mirror Universe, so uh, they created a comic book specifically to show their adventures in the mirror universe. Now, were these, when you found out you were going to be making pins for this, what was what was your reaction or uh, the people who were going to be in charge of this's reaction? Excellent question. We were asked by CBS to support them uh, in this initiative. There's only two vendors that did uh, actual product for the TNG uh, Broken Mirror agenda. So we did, as you see, we have this is based right on the J.K. Woodward art yes. that he that for the comics, and then we did our our own rendition uh, in our micro crew style that we do for all, all the series. And then this is this the Delta Shield. Yeah, this is the Terran Delta, and this is the Terran um, emblem. Uh, the Terran emblem, yes, for, for, from that. So yeah, the, those, and then we also have up here a front view of the ISS Enterprise and a rear view of the IS. The, the, the Galaxy Battle Cruiser, and what's interesting about this, it has the the third uh, nacelle, nacelle in the thing. back. Yep, and then underneath, we they have the rail gun. I, which, I saw that in the in the artwork coming yes. in. Yeah, it, which makes that essentially the bat the Death Star <laughs> in the Star Trek universe. That ship can destroy an entire planet with with that weapon. It's just it, if you're not reading that comic book, you're missing out. It's really good. And then, you know, after that, and that's just the first case. Yes. Oh, we're into the second case. We're into the second case. We have all of our micro crew pins, which starts from the original series, goes through the animated series, the next generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, and Enterprise. And then. Uh, the convention, the convention um, only. Right, the convention special piece, which is a poker chip, same size as the poker Poker chips have a very uh, special meaning in Las Vegas. Yes. It, it's themed in the uh, the command colors, the exact command colors that, that they wear on the uniforms, and it has Data holding his uh, 
Royal Flush as he's getting ready to play it. Well, it's uh, data from, I believe, Measure of a Man, because that was the right. only time he wore the visor. He wore the visor, that's right, from Measure of a Man. And these were limited to two, we only got 250, we thought we were going to get more of these, we only got 250 of these, and they are blowing out the door. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be honest, and I saw a picture, it's bigger than I thought it would be. Right. Poker chips are a little smaller than, than this. Right, pen. just a tad smaller. The, you know, to get the, the kind of detail, you, you know, you, you, you have to stretch it out just a tad. Uh, but yeah, so these have been doing really good. It's double back so that it'll stay, it won't spin. And we'll get in here and we'll show you the discovery piece. Now, did, Go ahead. did you folks have to sign NDAs when they told you you're going to be doing discovery merchandise? Oh, this is a great story. So we were, uh, we met with CBS at the Lima show, which is the big licensing show. It's, it's, it's an industry show. And when we, uh, we signed up at that show to become a, a uh, discovery licensee, or they asked us to become one, uh, we had to sign. So we, we already have an NDA in place with CBS because we see a lot, we, we see a lot of stuff, you know, for the movies, uh, initiatives that they have in place that they don't want yet to go public. We already had an NDA in place. We had to sign an additional, everyone who just, us, Eagle Moss, uh, quantum mechanics, everybody had to sign an additional NDA with a $250,000 penalty that with, so if anything that came out, all of our stuff that we get from them has our names printed all over it. Uh, and if we released any information or if we released any images, it was a $250,000 fine and possible forfeiture of the license. So, and, and they have been they've been stricter than Fort Knox uh, on getting out stuff. I mean, it's a very slow move. We managed to get five pins. We actually have, um, we got five pins out. We actually have 19 pins ready to go. Uh, but we have to wait for them to systematically give us permission. Based on what happens with the episode. Yes, sir. Okay. That's exactly right. Based on what happens with the episode. So we just can't flood it out. But we have other ships. We have other characters. We have we have both bridge crews. Well, we know that Sarek's going to be prominent. Is, is there a chance there would be a Sarek pin? Oh, he's done. Okay. He's done. Okay. Show you a picture of it. <laughs> Just can't, I just can't release the picture of it. But yeah, I can show you a picture. It oh, looks okay. great. Uh, Sir, Sarek's done. Okay. Uh, like we've uh, we've got. So uh, everything that that we've already seen in the trailer, there's a chance there there may be may or may be a pin for that. Oh yeah, absolutely. You're, you're gonna you'll see uh, Harry Mud. You'll see, uh, you know, there's there's ten there's ten new Klingon ships that everyone's going to see in the first two episodes of the show. There's 10 new Enterprise ships that everyone's going to see in the first, that no one has ever seen before. Oh, wow. So it's it's going to be a, uh, it, it's going to blow everybody's mind. I mean, there's, the, the Klingon ships are something that we've never seen before. I mean, they're going to have ships that are built to ram opposing opposing ships. So rather than fire tor torpedoes or phasers or whatever, they're actually going to ram ships oh, wow. to, uh, you know, cut them in half or, or just cause cause uh, damage. Now I I have a question um, about case, case two. Yeah. We don't have you don't have any pins for any of the Kelvin timeline. No, Kelvin timeline's coming. In fact, now now that that, that the rest of those, those folks are out of here, we actually have. Uh, we have an exclusive. Yep. We actually have. So we actually have Kirk. Uh, Kirk done. You can see some of the other stuff that we're from. We got Pike, Vina. Oh, uh, Leo. Yep. From from motion picture. Uh, the the Klingon Visa twins. Luther. Yep. Uh, Neelix. Neelix is done, and then we've got. Uh, we I don't think we've. I don't think I have. And some that we didn't even have out yet. They were the prototypes, and we just have it for display. And she's like, I love 
See if I can find this one for you. We have Tyler, we have Stamets, we have Tilly. Uh, we have, this one's incredible. We have Jayla Dunn. Oh, wow. So yeah, we're going full, full blast on Kelvin Timeline. You'll see Kelvin Timeline coming from us uh, this fall. Uh, I think we have the Enterprise. Yep. We have the we have the Kelvin Timeline Enterprise coming, which is a very nice looking ship. We got to move. We're not happy with that where that ship is laying on the pin. It's well, wait. Shouldn't it technically be the Enterprise A? Yes. This is in mock-up. It, okay. It, this it, okay. this is early, 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 early art. Okay. So, uh, we're going we have to add that we have to move it we're moving the it's it's too far down on yeah. the pin we'll, we'll move the ship up we're gonna yeah. get rid of that background because we don't want the quasar yeah. behind it but you know this is first pass art so okay um, but just to show you to answer your okay. question yeah we're going full we'll have full Kelvin timeline we'll, we'll have we have the rights now with CBS to produce everything and anything that has ever been Star Trek we can do comic books we can do the first nine movies, the, the last three movies, Discovery, animated, anything Star Trek we can now produce for. And we, we've went from being a startup manufacturer for them to being a, a key manufacturer for them. Uh, we're, we're one of the few, us and most Eagle Moss, who are actual yeah. manufacturers of yes. product for them. So, we, we have a great relationship. The folks at CBS are incredible. Okay. And, and Robert, what we have here. Yes, this is the convention exclusive for yes. this year. For, yes, it, it's it's our 30th anniversary commemorative piece that we did for Star Trek: The Next Generation. Uh, it's a eight eight pin eight pin eight pin set, uh, limited to 178 pieces, one for every episode. Yep. Uh, you can attach the 30th anniversary uh, pin. It has a little. It has artwork. If you don't want to do that, it has the, the artwork up there, but it has a place for the ninth pin if you want to attach that into your into your collection. Okay. We also we had last year's uh, captain set. Wait, you still have some of these we left from last year? Just a few left. We, we, we what we essentially have is we had some damaged ones come in because last year when we when we did this show, it was our first show that we'd ever done. We were just lear kind of learning the business. Our cap. Some of our sets showed up damaged, so we actually couldn't sell those numbers at the show last year. Yeah. So we actually have, we got those replaced, and those are the numbers we have. We actually have some numbers that are in the hundreds and two hundreds that were that were selling. So yeah. that's, and we've been selling them. We've, we've we've had people pick up both of them here at the show. Yeah. And then, lastly, for Star Trek, we um, we we have our. Uh, Pins that we're launching here at the show, we have our web exclusive. You can only buy it off our website, our Kirk in the Tholian web uh, sp episode uh, spacesuit. We have Uhura from the Mirror Mirror Universe. We have the Salt Monster, the Salt Vampire from Naked Time, and Kirk in the uh, Casual Greens. And then our augmented reality pin. Have you ever seen our augmented reality pin? No, I've, I've, I've heard about it. What, what exactly is the augmented reality pin? So, we, 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 we're in patent pending on this piece. It, it mixes the, the, uh, the technology of augmented reality with uh, pins. So what you do is we have an app, which has got the Star Trek logo on. It's called Fansets AR. You go out. It's available on the uh, Google Play Store or the iOS uh, Apple Store. And you hit it. It's com com completely themed completely approved by the folks at CBS and we'll make sure the volume's up on this for you and what you do is once you have the that open you take the pin and it, this is fully licensed it has William Shatner's voice oh wow in it so it grabs the image it's not something we advertise We feel wow, and so right right now we're in we're in we're creating a Klingon D7 
pin, which is which will mirror this pin. It'll butt up against this, and so when you look at the Klingon D7 through the viewer, through the through the viewer, you'll get an animation. I don't want to say what it is yet. You'll have an animation that is totally separate than the Enterprise animation. But when you put the two together, they battle. Oh wow! So you'll get three different animations, and and we'll have the availability to through the app if someone wants to buy a new. Uh, animation based still off of their off of their AR pin, they'll be able to buy a brand new animation to work with that and have a choice. So oh, wow. we're going to be able to build, and we're going to we're going to go heavily after doing augmented reality with Star Trek Discovery. We kind of waited on doing more of them for the old series of stuff because we really want to we want really want to chase you know the new fandom that's going to come from Discovery. So that's. That's you know that's it. I mean we've got Harry Potter. We since we were here last year, we didn't have any of our Harry Potter stuff last year. We have Firefly, which has got a great fandom, much like the Star Trek fandom. They're very committed. We have Aliens. We've launched Aliens. We have Predator coming. Um, you have DC. You have the Suicide Squad here. We, our license with Warner Brothers allows us to do movies. So we got Suicide Squad. We had product available for Wonder Woman. The new Wonder Woman movie. Uh, we supported DC Bombshells, uh, DC Superhero Girls, the modern day Justice League, or the modern day DC 52 and Rebirth line for DC Comics, and then all the classics. Okay. Which, which is cons- considered the Silver Age. Um, what we have coming, we have licenses with uh, Hasbro for G.I. Joe, Transformers, My Little Pony. Um, so you, you, have, you said you have a license with Warner Brothers? Yep. So does that also mean you'll be getting the television stuff or Absolutely we've already done we've already done television stuff. Uh, we just don't have Okay, oh there they are. So we have Arrow, Black Canary, uh, Flash, Adam, Martian Manhunter, uh, not that Batman. Uh, we have Firestorm, uh, Jesse Quick, Supergirl. Supergirl is on her way actually. She just we just we just missed if if the show would have been next weekend we would have had Firestorm and Supergirl in hand. But th- those are all coming, in. and we also we have themed backer cards for those for those okay. pins. We just didn't have we just didn't get them in in time. Okay. So yeah, we and we'll be doing Black Lightning. We'll be doing. And we get to reframe. We may even do a couple characters off of the Powerless, even though it's been canceled. We we, we lo- there's a couple characters that were really good on that show. We'd like we'd like to put into pin form. Will there be any pins from any of the DC Warner animated stuff? You know, we 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 have the license for it, and. We just, you know, it, it's a it's a matter of pacing. We we have to buy production time in China. Okay. So, uh, you know, when we when we're trying to schedule a build, it, it's once we if we overload the build, we're robbing Peter yeah. to pay Paul. And 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 the other thing that I, I didn't share with you is that we're gonna be we're gonna be doing Justice League. Uh, this fall, full line stuff you'll be able to buy them at Target, Hot Topic. Um, we're doing our big, our big, our big launch is going to be Marvel Comics. We have Marvel oh, wow. Comics and Marvel Studios coming this fall, so we'll be doing pins for Thor, Black Panther. We'll have a hundred, between a hundred and hundred and fifty classic Marvel characters, uh, as well as whatever we're doing for their movie agenda. Okay. So we're busy. John, John and I are, uh, and Dan are crazy busy. We're, like I say, we're we're in a cave in the Delta Quadrant building these things. So. And then Friday night's the big night for you guys. We're, yeah, we have a very exciting event. We're hosting a party at the other room in the forum shops at Caesar's Palace. Uh, anyone who's at the show is invited to come as long as they have their wristband. Uh, we are going to be giving away um, one of these sets, which is almost gone. The, um, one of the la- the se- one of the fiftieth anniversary sets. Fiftieth anniversary captain sets frame. Be a low number. We're giving one of those away. So when you come in, you get a, you get a, a, a raffle number, and we'll pull that at the end of the evening. We have probably twenty five different. We have, we have a framed set of the discovery pins we're giving away that no one has seen. That we're saving that for the show, or for the party. We have we have bags of, so you you could win a bag of original series characters. You could win a bag of next generation characters. We have 
that you can run a bag of next generation ships, the Borg, the, the, the Enterprise D. We have a lot of stuff to give away. So we, we'd love any, everyone who's in the, down here at the Vegas show to come on over to uh, the other room at the Forum Shots at Caesars Palace. Everyone gets a pin. We, we'll have, when you come through, you get your raffle ticket, you get a free pin. So. And you have to be present to you win. Have to be present to win that. Absolutely. Because Friday night's going to be busy for because it's busy for everybody. Uh, there's your event. There's also gays in space. space. Yep. And, and you know we, we weren't trying to impose on their uh, their party. I know. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's the, the the big amount of people who show up at the show is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I mean, you have two nights, and, and Creation's big event is on Saturday. So yeah. You know, we, we hope people that attend our party will also attend the gaze and space party and vice versa we yeah. you know we well i plan know, to be be i plan to be at both parties friday night friday is going to be my long day yep hey, yeah our party starts at 8 p.m okay yep so right after hour after the show gives us a chance to get out go get some some comfy clothes on and go have some fun that's the tour robert okay thank you very much thank what you. was your name again too? my name is lou halbeth i'm with thank fans you, thank you very much lou you bet. all right robert thank you, you bet. That was the fan set. I'm sorry, ma'am. Can I interview you really quick? Sure. Okay, let everybody know who you're cosplaying. Mraz. Where'd you get the idea to do Mraz? Oh, I just, I like the animated series. I'm one of the weird ones. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the animated series. It's better if you listen to it instead of just watching it. If you just listen to it like it's an audiobook, it's pretty ah. good. So, so how long did it take you to get the, the outfit all together? Um, well, the actual, you know, the, the costume itself I put together over the last couple of months. This took me, the, the actual makeup took me about an hour. Okay. So. What was the hardest part in making the outfit? The tail. <laughs> okay. So. I don't see that. You're, you're the second Mares I've ever seen at one of these. Cause there was one last year. Oh, I'm sure there's going to be. I know there's going to be another one on Saturday because she walked up to me and told me. Oh, wow. So. Okay. So. You heard it here first. There'll be two Mareses. <laughs> oh, I won't be in Mares on Saturday. Oh. Else. Okay. Okay, thank you. Sure. So there are a lot of empty tables here, and that's going to be for people doing autographs who, due to their work schedule, prohibits them from being here all five days. So safe to say that this weekend... You're going to see a lot of traffic jams in the vendor's room due to people getting autographs. All right, so we're going to be heading out of the vendor's room and back into the convention area. So let's take you along and give you an audio tour as best as I can of some of the other things that are here at the convention this year. Now, for those of you that are listening to this, there's going to be a new Star Trek show premiering next month in September called Star Trek Discovery. And because of that, CBS has come in and they've just, they've donated a lot of artifacts, props from the archives, photo stills because of TNG 30. But no, CBS has come in and they've thrown a lot of money. So this may not be as big as what they had in Comic-Con in San Diego back in July, but it's right up there. Okay, so the first room is the TNG 30 room. And by that, I mean, this is the room that has all of the exhibits in conjunction with the 30th anniversary of Next Generation. So we have production sales from season one. We know it's season one because Riker doesn't have a beard and they're still wearing spandex. Well, this is from season two because Riker has a beard, but he's still wearing spandex. And they also have the official 10 forward bar here. And on the other side of the room, they have costumes and props from all of TNG from a counter at Farpoint through Nemesis. So we have a Geordi visor, a tricorder, a hypo spray, thoracic and flute, isolinear chips, various com badges that we've seen throughout TNG. So the TNG era com badge, the all good things com badge, the parallels com badge, and the motion TNG motion picture com badge. So we have miniatures. So that's the TNG 30 archive. There's the Discovery exhibit, which is still not open, which I'm thinking they're probably going to wait 
to do that in conjunction with the Discovery panel later on today. We come into the last room, and this is the recreation of the TOS era bridge. Back for, I believe, the third year in a row. So yeah, so CBS is serious about Discovery succeeding based on the amount of money they've invested. To that point, you heard me say earlier, over in Quarks, we have the CBS All Access stage, which is hosted by Jordan Hoffman, the host of Engage, the official Star Trek podcast. So they're going to be doing all kinds of stuff in there. Earlier today, Jordan was interviewing Rene Abijinois. Um, in the DeForest Kelly Theater, they had Dan Levy and Nana Visitor talking about gays in space. And Bob Picardo just walked by. No big deal. And Armin Shimmerman. Okay, so I'm going to attempt to describe this artwork they have in the main hallway. So for those of you that are fans of TOS, you've probably seen those movie-style, I guess, movie-stylized posters of various TOS episodes. Uh, Mr. Juan Ortiz has done the exact same thing for all 178 episodes of Next Generation. So over the course of four walls, you have a stylized movie poster that could be a book cover or VHS cover. For every episode of Next Generation, all 178. Which is funny is, if you haven't seen the episode, some of the artwork makes no sense. Or some of them is spot on. Like here, this one right in front of me is Remember Me. The one where um, Beverly ends up in that pocket universe that that Wesley accidentally created. That warp, uh, yeah, that warp bubble. And the poster is sort of like, I guess, a 70s, late 60s, early to mid-70s stylized drawing of Beverly. Underneath it says, Remember Me. So as I said, there's 178 of them. And I did take pictures of the walls and of selective individual panels. So it starts with Encounter at Farpoint, end with All Good Things. I like the second chances one. It's got two Rikers, if you're looking at it. Straight on, you have Riker wearing red command. And then flip the poster 180 degrees. Then you have Tom Riker wearing, I guess, Operations Yellow. Okay, so we're heading into Quarks, and it looks, sounds like... Jordan is doing something. Okay, they're doing Star Trek trivia. Hi, Jackie. I'm good. How are you? Good to see you. So who are you guys cosplaying today? Because I know you're going to be doing multiple cosplays this week. Today we are the enlisted, the crewmen. So. Well, but from the motion, the, the movies, yeah. The movies. From Wrath of, Wrath of Khan yes. through Undiscovered Country. Yes, the background people. <laughs> the people, the low of the low. The little people, the to quote you. The steerage, the steerage, yeah. <laughs> So will we be seeing the Borg Queen? Yes, on Friday. Friday will be Borg Queen. Yep. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure. Oh, they're having the, the one of the auctions in the DeForest Kelly Theater. Creation over the course of the five days will auction off items, autographed items, not only Star Trek, but other conventions that they had the license slash rights to do over the years. And there are no bid auctions, so there usually be banners from previous years, um, commemorative plates, scripts, posters, stuff like that. Okay, where are you folks visiting from? From Holland. Oh, is this your first STLV? Yeah, STLV it is. I've been to a couple of others in Europe, but uh, here in America is my first convention. So how do the conventions in Europe differ from this so far? Um... 
Uh, in Europe, they have everything fixed, prices and actors and all is like uh, you, you can get to them. And over here in Avengers, that's just awesome. You can see them, you can really touch them if you want. You can, you, you, they have their own prices and that, that, that's just awesome. In Europe, there's a bit more structure and what you can and can do. Okay. So uh, you're probably not used to all this warm weather in August either. No, no, it's uh, it's raining at us now. We will be, maybe not raining, but in Fahrenheit, I think it's 75, 80 degrees uh, at our place now. Yeah, I think maybe 70. Yeah, maybe 70. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a dry heat. It's only supposed to be 101 today. Yeah, yeah well, that, that's good. That, that's why we picked today to uh, get at night. We go to the strip for the baby. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's a little less warm than yesterday and the okay. day before. Okay, enjoy the rest of the convention. Okay, right now they're doing getting ready for Q&A with Renee and Nana in the main hall. They have the USS Aegeus and Beyond panel in the DeForest Kelly Theater. Transporter proto-ops are about to start. And that has you caught up so far through day one. So I guess they anticipated a bigger demand in terms of photo ops this year because the photo ops room or the room where you get the picture taken and where you pick it up is double the size it is last year. And two of the four back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back discovery panels have just ended. The first panel was with the writers, one of which... I'm good. How are you? I'm doing the tricorder thing. Oh, you're skiing tri- Nice. Classic. Wait, now do tw- 23rd century tricorder. Oh, okay. You got the whole pack. There you go. How are you doing? And 22nd century tricorder. Medical tricorder. No, 22nd oh, century okay. tricorder. That's right. That's right. And 25th century tricorder. <laughs> from Endgame. That's right. Or is that too deep a cut? No, I love Endgame. It's a great <laughs> cut. That's awesome, man. That's good to see you here. Yeah, how are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Is Burger Quest Con 2017 happening? It's happening. We haven't had any burgers yet, but we'll let you know. Okay, because I know that the Wheel of Meat will happen sometime this week. That's right. And the, the, the key phrase is, Pat, I'd like to eat the puzzle. <laughs> Don't buy any vowels, though. Did you see any of the Discovery panels? I saw the uh, producer panel and then the, the little bit of the actors. It was good. So my question is, will we finally find out what a Dahar Master is? Since Cole is a member of the House of Core. Fingers crossed. You'll see. We'll get some Klingon history for you there. Well, then, are they going to have to recast Core? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll be like his twin brother or something that we didn't know about. Ooh. How about that? Well we, well, we already know that Spock has two brothers, a sister, and a cousin that looks just like him that he never talks about. Maybe we'll get to see Spock's bar mitzvah and find out the rest of the family. <laughs> bar- <laughs> That's right. I, did, I didn't know he was Jewish. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> okay, I'll see you around. So, there were there are four discovery panels. One was with the writers, and unfortunately, I don't know um, the two gentlemen. I know the woman. The woman. Oh God, her name's blanket. Kristen Beyer. She's written a lot of the Voyager novels. And they were talking about dealing with the writer's room. And the second panel, we had four of the actual actors from Discovery, not the people that we got to meet at San Diego, well, some of the people we got to meet at San Diego Comic-Con last week. Uh, Mary Chiefto, who plays a Klingon, um, I apologize, um, I do apologize. All of this was live-tweeted. So we met two of the Klingons, the um, helm officer and the doctor, they're being escorted right now. So we were informed the Discovery exhibit opens tomorrow. And I believe that's where they're, that's where they're escorting all of the Discovery VIPs at the moment. So I guess they can take publicity shots for CBS. So the actor playing the doctor, let me look up because I just tweeted all this out he's sort of like if they had cast a fan to play play someone in Star Trek because I love this guy so what I was talking about with Adam is that the actor playing Cole says he's from the house of Kor as in Kor the Dihar Master Kor who we saw in Aaron of Mercy in the original series and in Blood Oath 
and I'm blanking, but two other episodes in Deep Space Nine. So, okay. So Mary Chiefto and Ken Mitchell are playing the Klingons. And momentito here. Wilson Cruz, that's the gentleman's name. Wilson Cruz is playing the doctor, I believe, the Sinju slash Discovery. And there was this great moment in the convent, um, in the panel when Wilson Cruz mispronounced hypospray and said hyperspray and said, this is my first STLV, give me a break. And everyone, everyone cut him some slack because for the four of them, this is their first STLV. And this is a much tougher crowd than San Diego Comic-Con. So earlier in this recording, I'd said it was dead. And for the most part, it was dead till about maybe 1.32-ish. Okay, Susie Plaxton, who I believe is still going to be, may or may not be in her Kalar makeup, will be back at her table at 5. So we'll see what happens there. So as I was saying, yes, I believe a lot of people were smart and slept in this morning after the festivities from last night because it didn't really pick up till after... 1 o'clock, 1.30, and that's when it got crazy here in the convention hall. Here's who's currently in the autograph area. We have the Klingons, we have J.G. Herzler, Martok, Robert O'Reilly, Gowron, James Darren, Vic, Chase Masterson, Max Grodencheck, Gary Graham, Julia Nixon, who, if you're familiar with season one, two of TNG, she was the helmsman. I, I think the episode she's most known for is Arsenal of Freedom. So Robert Picardo's here. Nichelle Nichols is back. Dominic Traner. Dominic is here. Traner Kinnear is here. Nicole DeBoer is here. I love your shirt. Thank you. <laughs> Where did you get that? I got it on Amazon, actually. I was going to, there was a science march, and I felt like, for me, the, the Picard face palm was like the perfect symbol of what I was feeling. I mean, it's an icon, too, so I'm like, I got to find one. And sure enough, some artist on there had made one. So, so that this may or may not be a licensed? I'm not sure if it was or not, honestly. <laughs> but I, I love it. It's because we've yeah. all seen the meme of the Picard yeah. face palm. We've all we've all been there in one form or life or another, and it's. It, I feel like I love it too because so many people that may never have touched Star Trek even, they know it. They know the face palm, and maybe other people you know have face palm in pop culture, but it all comes down to Picard. So, it's it's definitely not my mood today, though. <laughs> I'm not face palming at all here. Did you come out of the Discovery panels? We did. We caught um, we caught the second one. Uh, the second one they were just doing, and it. Um, so what do you think of that Wilson Cruz? I love him. <laughs> He's great. I love him. It's like they, they cast the fan to play the doctor. Yeah, and I, I love that. It, and that alleviates a lot of fears for me. I've been worried that it might have been just a show to, to catch new people and leave Trekkies behind. And I feel like, especially after seeing this panel, it's really going to do both. It's going to bring new people in um, that might not have touched Star Trek before. And I feel like it's going to make those of us fans that have been watching all of our lives i mean I'm, I'm just now trying to get my fiance into it i've been watching since next generation aired so it's i feel like it'll be something really great for both of us to sit down and watch and that panel really alleviated a lot of fears i had what do you think he won the crowd over by being honest saying it was his first convention cut me some slack oh, yeah, yeah he was yeah he was perfect yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's this is our first convention, and it's you know I think it really shows how good Trekkies are as far as a crowd goes too. That you know we're going to be flexible. We're not going to be harsh and judgmental. We're going to go. You know, we're going to welcome people into a family that's millions and millions big. So you said this is your first STLV? Yeah, um, we got lucky, and um, we're we're here actually for her. 30th birthday was last weekend and I just happened to look I'm like oh we get to this is the only day we get to be here but I'm um, still I'm like I'm going I don't care and her mom bought us tickets for my, my upcoming birthday and end of the year 
So I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. So where are you folks visiting from? Uh, we are from Grants Pass, Oregon. Out in the middle of the woods. <laughs> well, you're probably not used to all this dry heat, because... No, we get more humidity there. Um, though apparently it's actually hotter there today than it is here, but the dry heat I'm fine with. I can deal with a lot better than the humidity. Okay. Enjoy, enjoy the rest of your convention. You. Don't forget to hit the Masquerade Bar. Okay. That's a tradition at SDLV. All right, it's good to know. Thank you. My pleasure. Hi, can I interview you really quick? Oh, here, let me give you my card. Okay, so let everybody know who you're cosplaying as. Abraham Lincoln. Now, some people who are listening will probably be wondering, what does the 16th president of the United States have to do with Star Trek? The episode Savage Curtain in the original series. So, what, what, why'd you decide to do a Lincoln cosplay? Because this is a very deep-cut cosplay. You don't see many Lincoln cosplays. Uh... It's the, it was the easiest costume to buy. <laughs> it cost me maybe 80 bucks for the whole thing. How much was the hat? About 39 bucks. Wow. And then the jacket was about 50-some bucks. Now, have you had a lot of people come up to, up to you asking you why you're dressed up as Lincoln, or do they already know? Some know, some think I'm Vampire Slayer Abe Lincoln. <laughs> And I just look at him with disgrace. <laughs> See, all you need now is somebody dressed up in a rock suit. Yes, we've, I've tried to get some people to do that, but uh, they keep forgetting. So do you have any other cosplays you have planned out for the week? Yes, tomorrow I will be Voyage Home Spock in the robe. Friday, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm still up in the air, and then... Saturday and Sunday are secrets. Okay. Well, I will look for you. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, this is truly a surreal sight, and I have to describe it. There's the Bobby Clark table, and for those of you not familiar, Bobby Clark is the stump man that was in the Gorn suit in the episode Arena. And right now at his table is the Easter Gorn and the Gorn. So we're flush full of Gorns right now, and we don't have any bamboo cannons. Oh, okay, I didn't notice this detail. So coming out of the vendor's room, they have a big thing saying what the name of the room is, and they have these lovely detailed art pictures of the cast of TNG. So Counselor Troy in the space suit, Dr. Crusher, Data, Jordy, Q, Worf, Hello, I've actually run into actual celebrities. Yeah. Adam Drosen, I already interviewed him. He's the celebrity. Now, now, introduce yourself. I am, um, <laughs> I have to be serious about it. I am, I'm Bill Smith. I am the, uh, the co-host of the Trek Geeks podcast. And you, sir? And I am Dan Davidson. I am the other co-host of the Trek Geeks podcast. I thought you were also the executive producer. I'm not the executive producer. I've never been the executive producer. No. Actually, we have audio contradicting that. I don't think it was. I was drugged and forced lines, uh, sort of along the lines of a hostage tape, I think you, that's what it was. You are, you are the executive producer of a new podcast I, coming out in September. I am. I'm very proud of that. Would you like to promote the new podcast? Oh, well, thank you. It's called Discovering Trek, a Star Trek Discovery Companion, um, and it premieres September 25th. Going to be doing episodes one and two, or just episode one? Uh, we will do uh, one episode for each Discovery episode. So one will happen the first night, and then a couple of days later, we'll release two so we don't okay. overwhelm people. Right. Because my understanding is one's going to premiere yep. on network, and then two's going to drop on all access right after. Exactly. We had the feedback that um, people had hoped we would break them up and do separate episodes, and okay. we took that. Okay. Feedback and rail with it. Now you're you're also doing something very special on Saturday. Saturday? Are we doing on Friday? Oh, Saturday. Saturday. Oh my gosh, yes, Saturday. Uh, we are. We have raised uh, a lot of money for the uh, less fortunate animals in the Las Vegas area, and we will be wearing TNG scants from season one in our cosplay event. I guess is the best way yeah. to put it. Um, and uh, for anyone who wants to uh, help us out, um, come on by and take a selfie with us and, and tag us and use our special hashtag, Bill, 
Uh, hashtag scans for paws with the number four in the middle. Yeah, and uh, we will donate an extra dollar to the Nevada SPCA. And we have several other podcasts and, and friends that are going to match that for an additional up to $700 extra somewhere around there. I think that's what we're at now. Yeah, so, so it could go higher. So, uh, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. We're very humbled by the uh, um, response and uh, can't wait to show off our sexy legs. Woo! Or my sexy legs. Can't wait to see it because I like it's either see your sexy legs or watch quadruple D. He could show up then too, couldn't oh, he? I think I think some Fieri in the scant cosplay. We got honestly, I think Robert should wear yes, scant. There we go. Those are pretty sexy. Legs. No, no, wow. but these things. My legs do not tan; they get wider. Dude, wow. look at us. We're from the north. We're from the northeast. We don't tan. So yeah, so we'll be around all day Saturday, busiest day at the convention. Look for us. Yep. I, I may have Vulcan ears. Allegedly. 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 Possibly. Well, I know Friday night's going to be a busy night for you as well. <laughs> it is. We are hosting the uh, Fansets launch party at the other room over at the Forum Shops at Caesars Palace. Congratulations on playing the palace. Uh, you know, <laughs> everybody hopes to. You know, so many greats have done it before us. Dean, Frank, Sammy, and now Bill and Dan. Well, actually, I was making a History of the World Part 1 reference. That's but true. It's good to be the king. Wow. Well, actually, the Roman Empire part, but... No, I know. I was just quoting another Like, one. the Christians are so poor. How poor are they? They can only afford one god. You know, you know you're not supposed to correct the guest, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's the executive producer, and I'm not. Because I was just going to let you go with it. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to have a lot of... Uh, a lot of uh, prizes, a lot of contests, a lot of giveaways. Well, I was already told when I interviewed the folks over at the Fantet booth that you have to be present. Yes, you do. You do have to be present. Lots yep. of, uh, we're going to play Stump the Geek with the audience, and they get the, the prizes for answering questions. So it won't be Dan on the hot seat this time. It'll be everybody else. Right. But can we use Dan as a lifeline? Uh, we're still t- we're still working through those details. Maybe not. I'm on vacation, man. You know, ultimately we want people to win prizes, so we might help them out if they, they need. They may be easier questions than what we've heard on the podcast. Quite possibly. Well, in all fairness, the episode where you broke the record, those oh, were hard questions. I'm proud of that episode. I gotta say, I gotta pat myself on the back a little bit. You want to help me right there, Bill? Yeah, I got you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, that was those were some good questions, and uh, yeah, I, I can't say I was disappointed with the results. And I thought it was going to be really bad because I tanked the first question. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. So. so, yeah, come on by. Have some fun. I will be there. There, there may be a blue sweater involved, so don't freak right. out. Wait, it's like alchemy. I don't know how you can do this to me. <laughs> Talk to everybody because last night everybody was freaking out about the blue sweater. Well, you probably have to wear it before Friday so I can at least prepare. <laughs> because, I mean, this is about my comfort level. Sorry, we're, we're, we're being interrupted by an old friend. No problem. Uh, Casey Shafsky, one of the producers of Star Trek Continues. Very happy to see you. I loved episode nine. Yes, So it's, it's a little after five, and with the aliens of Discovery panel in the main hall, and Forrest Kelly Theater empty, and it's official. Everyone has called it for today, and the all-access stage is closed for the day. We're officially calling, calling it. So this is our coverage of day one of STLV 2017, the TNG 30. We will see you again with our next episode which will be continuing our TNG, I'm sorry, our STLV coverage. So until then, we will see you, we'll see you next time.